out to Whitney O'Neill. <laughs> this is motions. This is motions. Wow. Say it's been a few years. I was paranoid. I found out you wasn't real. Tell me how you feel if your main friend heard it through the van. Every bitch that you dove in. My so-called friends and you're chilling with them dark off hands. Fuck y'all. Y'all was not back then. Now all y'all watch me from my back end. Got this drink in my cup, let it all soak in. Smoking on this potent, Mary J. Say, Rogan, say, but every day I'm just going with the motions. Mary J. Say, Rogan, say, but every day I'm just going with the motions. I'm just going with the motions. Yeah. Music in LE Radio's hottest independent music rotation. Email music at leradio.org. Yeah, you're tuned in to Les Elegance Radio, and we'll be going live tonight talking about sex, lies, and soul ties. That's what we'll be talking about tonight. That's what we'll be talking about tonight. Gina, take this. That's what we'll, um, be talking about tonight in about five more minutes um got some really good um topics hosts here tonight mo bonds gina boo um interviewing so arts millie um gonna have dr eternal on so just stay tuned stay locked in um coming up shortly coming up in about coming up oh dang i don't know what i just did ha <laughs> sorry about that but anyway here we go let's get back I don't know what to say, but we gon' try it. I took a bad bitch to the city and we dropped some motherfucking pretty pennies. I told her take my shit in the mouth and go with you, with you, with you, with like this, yeah, like this, like this, baby, like this, like this, shorty, come with me. Keys to this piece, that's a shit doing. Who make them tracks at the sheets? That's a shit doing. Who stroke that pussy like the thief in the night? I'm like a kingpin nigga, but a queen with a pipe. They bust it open, bend it down, yeah. Baby, do it right though. Told her go ahead and fuck it, move it like a psycho. She deserve a night capstone when shopping streets in my cabo. Take her to meet the folks that she could play the proper swinger. She's a meal, not the snack kind. Baby girl, man, she prime time. Told her walk in here, she started strutting for a real kind. I perked her up. She 
feeling high. She poked it out, I hit it right. She liked the shop, I like the shop. We fuck for hours all night long. Yeah. I took the bad bitch to the city and we draw some motherfucking pretty pennies. I told her take my shit in the mouth and go with you, with you, with you. It's like this, yeah, like this, like this, baby, like this. Shorty looking bad, I hopped out and all. She was in her bed, probably had a dog. Shorty said, You reckless, I know who you are. Whether you were Paul, she said, Not at all. Got, got the number, Shorty, I gave her a call. Got to know the Shorty before she got me all. Now I'm constantly up at the mall. She take me to Mars, I take her to Ross. See, ain't tricking if you got it. I never had a shawty do me like this. I took a bad bitch to the city and we draw some motherfucking pretty pennies. I told her take my shit and hand my fans. Go with you, with you, with you. It's like this, yeah. Like this, like this, baby. Like this, like this, shawty. Come with like this, baby. Hit this. That shit to me, she know I disrespect the mouth though. Put her in the choke, hit her with a left stroke. But she a rider on the low, she don't need no key, bro. She told me take it in the car while I was driving her home. So I hit her with a thrust, she came with me loud. Or something like an automatic boom, refilling now. So I pushed her to the cloud, she came off a power. And I scared her just a little, cause she guessed even loud. She said, she said, yo, you deeper than Kevin, maybe stronger than Louis. Say, yo, shit, like on the holy girl, I know you can do this. So I with that Uzi out, put it in her mouth. Made a bust like them groupies do, way back from the south. Get them, get them, y'all. I took a bad bitch to the city and we draw some motherfucking pretty pennies. I told her take my shit in the mouth and go with you, with you, with you. It's like this, yeah. Like this, like this, baby. Like this, like this, shorty. Come with Get your music in LE Radio's hottest independent music rotation. Email music at leradio.org. Nostalgia altars on my playlist. Usually I do with Vegas, but today one of them phases, yeah. As raindrops hit the LA street, I twist the zag of that Charlie, yeah, that LA cheap. Light up, and that's the joint cherry smoke fills my lungs. Two breezes on the line, and they both want to come through. I got the juice like I'm Bishop with tequila chilling. You ain't no hero till you kill a villain. What a feeling. Stare at the ceiling, slip off like a banana pill, then wake up and do it over. Sunday, no sangria spilling. Keeping cool like the Frisco breeze. Tomorrow may be iller, but today I'm just low key. 
I let the quiet stone play in my mind While I sit back and think of harmonies to say in this rhyme And they go something like, um I'm low-key like a tender Cool like it's January I'll be going until November Come on the ride Catch a different feeling I second that emotion No commotion We just chilling So come inside From nostalgia to the eyes, please. Tequila OJ, the grenadine on the side, please. Side please. Yes, I am connected. Levels deep in that rebel drink. Inception. Reflected. But no thoughts seem to pass. Just Kobe in the paper and the Josie in the glass. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. See the keys on the dresser. The Bible went Quran. Hit my knees and pray to Mecca. Like, Lord, forgive me for my overindulgence. I know the devil's nectar can't be helping me focus, but I... Swear it's giving me peace The one that caused another tragedy in these streets Amen Slowly fade in to faraway lands And while my mind travels Damn it feels so good to stay in Like some good when you bust one You know I'm two fingers salute Today is just one Cause I'm like F everything I'm low key like a tender Cool like it's January I'll be going until November Come on the ride Catch a different feeling I second that emotion No commotion We just chilling So come inside We feature independent music. Get your music in rotation by emailing music at leradio.org. We talk about social issues, cultural norms, and diversity, health and welfare, fashion trends, and more. Make sure to subscribe to us at www.leradio.org for shows and times. Follow us on Facebook, IG, and Twitter at Les Elegance Radio. Be a guest on our show. Email the show at leradio.org. You're live with LE Radio Entourage. Hello, hello. I hope everyone had a beautiful week and you're alive. Hello, hello. Good evening. I'm not hearing somebody. I think that's you, Gina. 
I'm here. <laughs> okay. I'm here in the flesh. You're here in the flesh. You're yes, the I'm flesh. about to kiss this mic. Kiss it. Make love to it. I am. Make and love ladies and to gentlemen, I know y'all hear a male voice on here tonight. So before we really get into the show, anything, I'm gonna go ahead on and let Mo Barnes um, introduce himself, get him himself. He's from rolling out, but I'm gonna go ahead on and let him tell you all who he is. Good evening, I am Mo Barnes. I'm a writer for Rolling Out Magazine and RollingOut.com. Rolling Out is the uh, country's largest black-owned free print weekly um, with uh, publishing one million print copies um, uh, a week, published in uh, 19 different urban markets. Uh, So we go from uh, coast to coast and we bring you urban news. And uh, since I've been covering uh, uh, Jessica Holter and Apanani Poets, I... I am also coming to look at other activities that occur at the Punani Playhouse. So uh, that is why I'm here. There's a lot going on here. It's a lot. Yeah, it'd be a lot going on up in here. But again, like I said, I hope everybody had a beautiful week. A beautiful week. I had a crazy week. You know, we were snowed in for two days. Yeah. Down here in Atlanta. That, that's nothing in Chicago. That's 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 nothing. For it's sure. like you know, now it's no, it doesn't even exist. The, the snow hadn't, it, like, it doesn't even exist. Right. It's like 60 it's degrees like today. That was ridiculous. That but I, I'm just curious, nine months from now, what this generation of kids are going to be called. Uh, because, you know, <laughs> there are going to be some babies born after... Uh, that uh, snow ice storm, excuse me. Uh, yes. The right. one day ice. <laughs> the one day Close yeah. everything. Right, right. So before we get into the topic tonight, STD, sexually transmitted demons, lies, sex, and soul ties. Whoa. I'm going to go ahead on and turn the uh, mic oh. over to Brittany so that um, she could give you Ellie's Blackboard, events Blackboard. Hello, everybody. Hi. Okay, so I have some announcements to make. Our topic tonight is STDs. However, you can't get an STD by enjoying a good show. So, (laughs) this is a shameless plug right there. But, um, so, this Valentine's Day season, we have a whole lot of stuff for you guys. Jessica Holton, the Punani Poets, has three different shows. Not one, not two, but three different shows in cities all over the country this season. So you definitely have to get a ticket to every single one of them. Like, you really do. So the first show that we have for the Punani Poets is The Secret of the Pearl. Now, this show right here is not exclusively for lesbians, but it's definitely for women who love and enjoy women. So this is kind of like a real sexy show. They have a live band. It's poetry. It's dancing. It's everything. So the first show will be taking place February 13th at 8 p.m. in Los Angeles, my hometown. Um, San Francisco will be next, February 14th, actually on Valentine's Day. So definitely check that out. Seattle, Washington is next, February 15th. We got Macon, Georgia down on February 16th, which is a Friday. And then we have Atlanta, Georgia, February 17th, which is a Saturday. So please definitely make those shows. Then the next show we have is School of Seduction with the absolutely lovely Maha. So this show, I was told by Jessica, is in favor of our housewives. Like, our married women. Like, it just showcases how sexy that can be. And just kind of highlighting that. So this class is in session. It's teaching you the ABCs of love and Jessica Holter's School of Seduction this Valentine's Day season. So Maha is is the lead, and she's going to be a hyper romantic cabaret with music, poetry, dance and definitely some audience role play so Whoa. right so I the first show is gonna be in virginia <laughs> beach 
Second show is going to be in Atlanta, February 14th on Valentine's Day. Next one's going to be in Philly, February 16th, and then New York City, New York, hey, um, February 17th. So definitely don't miss those shows. I'm trying to tell you, school is in. Maha is a beast, so you have to come. And then last, but certainly not least, we have the head doctor herself, Jessica Holter, with her head doctor show. And she's quoted by saying, after 23 years, like 23 years, that's a long time. In the business of love, I have learned that people will tell you anything if they feel like they're not being (laughs) judged. Yes. Bars right there. <laughs> um, so the founder is is now bringing her most popular romantic comedy show with intimate audience of lovers and friends. <laughs> I'm telling you, like all the different stuff that she does on the show, she might have some strippers. She might have a kissing. Con- well, she will have a kissing. No, contest. I'm saying that because her bar is not moving. Oh, it's not. I'm no, we said I'm thinking oh, it's part like, of what you're trying right. to say here. No, I'm not trying to say nothing. When I was saying bars, is it okay now? yeah, it's better right, now. It's when better I was now, saying right. bars, I was saying bars because I, I was I thought y'all knew by now when I say bars that mean we know now it's not as moving yeah yours moving okay <laughs> but um so yes that show is amazing she has amazing cast they switch it up every time so not every show is the same so you can continue to buy tickets but the first show of course is going to be in LA of course and that's going to be January 27th that's next week that's next week you guys like, yep. yeah yeah next week shows kick, kick off next off. week then after that, it's Oaktown in the Yay area. She's pretty much going to be there all weekend. So February 1st, February 2nd, and February 3rd, Oakland is getting so much love with this show. Then we have Gary, Indiana, February 7th. Um, then we got Columbus, Ohio. I know how to get down uh, with their happy hour with the head doctor. Then we got Nashville, Tennessee over here with the midnight with the head doctor mm. on February 9th. Then we got New Orleans. February 10th, and that's just in a couple weeks, you guys. Now, I'm going to let you know, we do have a Dallas, Texas show. However, it is sold out, but you can text in to get added to that wait list. So text in, trying to get on that wait list. Then, of course, we got Chocolate City itself, Washington, D.C. on February 15th. And then Chicago, got to take it all the way back, February 17th. Now, all of these shows, you can go on to Eventbrite to get the tickets for all of these shows. Do not wait until the day of the show because more than likely they're going to be sold out. They actually will be sold out. You won't be able to buy tickets there. So you have to get them in advance. So please, please, please do not wait. This is not a last minute gift. You need to get these now. So in addition to that, if you ever want to be on the LE Radio Blackboard email, please email me at show at LERadio.org. Okay? So now, if you don't have anything else, I'm going to turn it over to Miss Gina Boo over here with the Community Spotlight. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Well, I'm doing the Community Spotlight on Pat, Pat McComb out of Chicago. Oh, now you go. What can I say about Pat? What can I say about Pat? It's just so much to say about her. Um, she was indicted into the the uh, LGBT Hall of Fame in 2000. She's a veteran Chicago lesbian organizer and social service volunteer. Um, Pat is also best known for her joint ventures with Vera Washington in forming the executive suites. Have y'all ever been to a Pat and Vera party? Oh, Executive Suites. Have I remember you ever been suites. to a Pat and Vera party? Yes. I just remember somebody telling me yes, to go. I've and been. they was like, 
you won't regret it. That was my it. first lesbian party. That was my first. Now that's when I know. And was my second with Tracy, but that was my first. Yeah. So she's her and Vera have been doing their thing for many many years, um, and she's co-founder of the Executive Suites and Traveling Club with women of color. Um, she assists. She's assisted the women's music festival for decades. She's also an anti-discrimination activist, um, a special education teacher for the city of Chicago public schools. So um, she's also, in 1970, McCone and Friends started a um, home party group, the Aquarius Air Connection, as a social alternative to bars. She's also um, paved the way for gays and lesbians to be able to have a safe place to go to be themselves to to um she's just done so much in the community as an activist she's um has been a steering committee of chicago black lesbian and gays for three years she's the vice president and board member of chicago black pride for two years she's also volunteer at the lesbian community cancer project and the Mountain Moving Coffee House for Women and Children. Um, in 1980, she was a hotline vi- volunteer for the Lesbian Community Center. In 1999, she and Executive Suites were honored Night. by Chicago Area Gay Lesbian Chamber of Commerce with Historical Achievement Award. Pat, we would like to thank Pat McCombs for all that she has done. She's a very fun person. Yeah. And, <laughs> she, and she's one of a kind. Thank you for thank all you, that you do. Thank you. <laughs> Dad, that was a lie. I didn't realize she had done so much. She And I didn't read it all either because yeah, I couldn't. I'm like, man, I didn't realize she Pat had is, done so much. Yes, and she's still doing. Still doing. She's still she made doing. me feel like a baby. <laughs> like, what? I, like Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Big shout out to Pat and Vera. Well, Pat, you did Pat, but you did mention Vera. So big shout yes. out to both of them. To both of them. Yeah, executive suites. I remember them parties. Mm. But I couldn't do nothing. I was in a 10-year relationship. That's what you get. <laughs> so all I could do is look. But anyway, again, we have a great show lined up for you tonight. We are talking about STDs, sexually transmitted demons. And we have some in, some um, Q and A, some interviews coming up tonight as um, also with Dr. Eternal Fortune and oh Millie Lord. Coleman, a Southern <laughs> Soul Art. <laughs> She's a motivational speaker, so why would you say, "Oh Lord"? <laughs> and we have a special guest co-host tonight from Rolling Out. Mr. Mo Barnes. All right, I can't wait to get into that one because yeah. I want to see who I'm connected to. You ready? <laughs> we can we can get into it now. So uh, I may run up out of here. You might run up out of uh-huh. here. I'm connected, baby. And Brittany is getting ready to go live because I know last week a lot of people kept asking us to go live. They wanted to see us. If you want to see us and you want um the live video, you have to go to Lez Elegance Radio on Facebook. That is the only way you can see the live video. It's not on my page, Brittany, Gina Boo page. No, you have to go to, or was you don't tag it in my page just one time, but just send them to the Liz Elegance radio page. Um, you could tag me in now. 
you could you could yeah you could tag me in and then i had to accept it because you know i had to block it with people couldn't just post on my thing because right yeah because for a while girl they was just rude just posting all, all kind of stuff. stuff on there hey baby like oh okay whatever <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious they were I, my i don't want to say groupies that's rude but that's yeah, what they are. But that's what they are when they yeah, do stuff like that. They was putting let's some. Let's just get down and admit yeah, it. They was putting some crazy, crazy stuff on my. Did I ask you to say that? Okay. <laughs> I need some groupies. Tell no, nah, groupies is not fun. Group, trust me, groupies <laughs> not fun to have. Groupies not fun to have. But again, we're getting into the topic of um, sex, well, lies, sex, and soul ties. And we're talking tonight about sexually transmitted demons um and this is a conversation that i had posted a while back on my page and i know um i was speaking about how um having sex was trans um dimensional and uh some people a lot of people posted and were saying that they didn't agree um and i i'm sorry if you have a one night or one night stand you're not exempt anytime you have sex you enter into that realm with somebody you're sharing your energy i, I don't care because you know a lot of people were saying that if it's a one night stand or oh, if it's just somebody i just want to have sex with i'm not sharing my energy and yeah you are true i can agree i i, I can't agree with that but I- you, I know you got I, don't, a butt. I don't really have a butt, but I do believe that you do when you do sleep with someone, you are connected. You got to have some type of connection with them in order to sleep with them. You're not going to sleep with anybody that you don't have a connection with. What about the one night stands, though? You had to have a, a, uh, a yeah, connection a physical, with them at that time. At that time, when you saw the person. You knew you wanted a night one night stand. Whether the one night stand was because you can't be with them or whatever, you're you're you're. Uh, uh, can we say the word "ho"? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to let me, you know. And you 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 whether you out there doing that, doing your thing, you have to have some type of connection when you sleep with somebody. So I can can agree. I, I can agree. Most people don't because. They don't want to know that all the people that they've slept with <laughs> is connected is, to them. connected to them. But does that energy, that sexual connection, that energy, does it translate into uh, with some people as guilt um, as they go through relationship through relationship? Yes. Um, and you know, you have the one night stand. Um, so I mean, the next morning, you know, after the person has left, you sit on the bed w- wondering if you're going to get into heaven after what you did last night, and taking that on with you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, um, you know. But um, but you know, we look at people um, who relish that. Um, you, uh, you look at uh, people who are into the fetish relationships, who are into group relationships, um, into uh, the a fetish lifestyle, uh, where. Uh, they'll not only they um, they have the multiple relationships, and then you have the couples who are uh, polyamorous and have no issue with. And we're talking same sex as as well as straight couples going back and forth uh, and everything else. So some people uh, seem to um, embrace this energy that's going around and have no and have no spiritual connection whatsoever or that spiritual connection is guilt and you have people i think that uh, for some um that guilt that confusion can also result in 
many people get into the whole BDSM world, um, the um, the orgasming through pain. What? Why do you want that? You know what? What is triggering? Well, wait, that wait, and wait. Now sometimes pain is good. Oh, I understand. <laughs> you know, and, then we have somebody else on the show talking about orgasm through pain. That girl um, that almost yeah. sent me to the bathroom. No, no, the sex toy lady. Sex toy. She was saying that oh, younger man. women find yeah. find sexual gratification through pain, whereas yeah. older women find it more through pleasure, pleasure. and stimulation. Yeah, lies. Go back between life Sometimes pain can be. Yeah, she was basically saying that they didn't know the difference. The difference between pain and a, a real orgasm, mm-hmm. which didn't make sense to me because I know the difference between pain and orgasm. Yeah, you do know the difference. There's some, a big well, difference. Well, okay, some of us. Because <laughs> some older people don't know the difference. Some older people has never had an orgasm to even know. No, you're talking so, about, I mean, you know I mean men, Just I've had an orgasm, I understand. So you're talking about women? Like, move it. Just I, move it. I don't want it because I like it. But yo, you want to make love to it, but your bars ain't moving. So well, why even... they ain't moving? Are they moving now? Yeah, they moving now. Okay, move bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they moving now. Okay, go ahead. You want to say something? I lost my train of thought. You was talking about, talking about you was talking about just... old people. But when you old people, uh, I didn't say old people. I said older. Ah, were you, say, were you saying older women, older men? What are you older... saying? Of course, well, old men gonna get this because they they shoot it out. Mm-hmm. Women, there are <laughs> women. There, well, yeah, there are women out here older than me that has never experienced an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, they, so how would they know whether it's pain or pleasure? Mm-hmm. You don't know because you've never had the had anyone to take the time to explore your body to give you that all they need is to click it's is right there Every, they don't the know that uh, that's it that's the only purpose of but it. i don't understand why they didn't because if the click is just rubbing up against something that creates a fire like two sticks <laughs> so how did you not because that's how a female orgasm is not from penetration okay yeah, it's not. It's not I, from I penet- it's not from penetration, and a lot of people don't realize that it's not from penetration. And most of the time, when a woman is having an orgasm with a male, it's because he has mastered that art of knowing how to. While he's penetrating her, he's also grinding against her clitoris. That's how he makes her come. So oh, it's yeah. not from him. It's a way that you have to position her when you hold her up and bump. And how you know? I <laughs> <laughs> well, there, I mean, you're talking. I mean, come on, you're, there are women who have vaginal orgasms as well as clitoral orgasms. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I think yes, more I, have yeah, less. No, oh well, true. we got a man on here, so, so I ain't gonna argue with him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, not gonna. Hello. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue right, with him. She <laughs> took over what you're here for. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Well. Okay. I'm not gonna argue with him. You just haven't uh, met that person. Uh, well, I've never even been with a guy, and I'm not trying to even go there. So I'm just talking about from what so straight she has women. So you're compared to, right. to no, I can't. Well, she no, I'm talking about what nothing. women told me, what my straight friends told me, that are now lesbians that did not have orgasms. But we're getting off the subject because mm-hmm. we're supposed to be talking about. Well, it all ties together because I'm yeah. not going to be with anybody that can't give me an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean. That's just, what's the purpose? It defeats the purpose. Get up, go home, do something else. <laughs> I don't know. 
but you gotta leave here. <laughs> okay. So am I connected? But it's still? yeah, you yeah, you still connected. Well, I don't even need to talk no more because see, all my closet and skeletons. But it's more common, <laughs> yeah. But it's. I think you're making a, a real big generalization, and a lot of it comes, I think, with uh, sexual maturity. Mm-hmm. based not only on with the man but also with the woman mm-hmm. uh, too and how couples come up and how we learn to love one another and connect with one another outside of the sex act. I mean, yeah, I've known married couples um, and friends and, and everything um, who could not. Uh, yeah, there were women who have told my, my ex-wife, you know, mm-hmm. now that, no, they've never had an orgasm right. before with their husband, even though they may have had kids and, and everything else. And right. it's shocking to hear that. Um, and then, but then you listen to their mindset mm-hmm. and everything else. And you're like, yeah, maybe there's some other things going on in there. And I think that goes to what your topic of STDs, right. you know, and we look at what example or first examples of a relationship are, are mothers and fathers. If we come from mm-hmm. single parent households, then the first example we have of a relationship is a broken relationship. And, uh, from there, how we grow from there, how we evolve from there, um, I think will determine, determines how we handle sex, how we allow our demons from the past to hang on with us. And we take them from relationship to relationship. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, that's why <laughs> most relationships don't work because you're taking something from another relationship into another. Right, right. You don't get your time, yourself time to heal in between. You just hop from relationship to another relationship mm-hmm. and carries whatever was in that next relationship to that relationship. And, you know, and even, um, you know, um, uh, it's interesting, like for me, um, uh, Personally, you know, coming out of um, a divorce, I was married for 20 years. Um, and, uh, and, you know, a lot of things uh, had happened. It was a shock. So it was very hard for me to start dating again. It was weird. You know, uh, it was hard for me to connect because, you know, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, my relationship with my ex uh, and everything and, and going forward uh, to there. But so you, you, you kind of have to grow out of that and leave some of those demons. Most. <laughs> Some of those demons. You okay? You can move yeah. that out your way if it's right. if it's in your way. You you can move it. Okay, okay. But yeah, that's very common to carry stuff from one relationship to another. You don't yeah give yourself enough time in between to heal. I ain't carrying mm-hmm. shit. I mean, you can say you you. <laughs> it's not you, FCC. You, right? <laughs> yeah, nah, you 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 fine. I found that you you was fine. I'm fine. Yeah, you fine. Because you know me and Jessica let it rip last. Week. Yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all, yeah, y'all let it, y'all really let it rip, really. But um, so um, do you think that it's a difference between um, same sex, like woman to woman, and then a man? Because I was reading on the article where um, it was saying that every time a man has sex with a woman, you know, and he shoot off in her, whatever, he's leaving his information or part of his DNA in her birth canal. So it, well, yeah. That's 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 totally true, because like you said, women have had children and never had an orgasm. You don't need an orgasm to have a baby. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. You, you don't need that. And you right. can get pregnant just off the the. Well, now we're going into something else, but you can get pregnant off of the whatever before the precom. There mm-hmm. you go. Before that, so mm-hmm. you don't have to have an orgasm to have a baby. It is common. A lot of women walking around here with children has never had an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Never. Right. Okay. And, and mm-hmm. do y'all agree then that also bad sex, when you are tied to somebody, like the sexually transmitted demons, 
and you sleeping with that person and say, I got a real jacked up attitude. I'm always in a bad mood. Don't you know when you sleep with that person that will transfer over to the next person? Well, yeah, we see that every day with Melania Trump and Donald Trump. (laughs) Sometimes I feel bad for her. Right. I'm sure she's got a demon or two. Um, uh, Yeah, of of course. I mean, history, we can even see in history, uh, you know, examples of bad relationships. Uh, You know, that person should have left them a long Long time time ago. ago. (laughs) (laughs) But they still there. And why are they still there? The sex. It's sex? Yeah, it's usually the sex that keep them connected. I know somebody. I know a couple of couples like that been going I, back and forth. All it takes is another <laughs> yeah, person to do sex. it a little better than if the right. sex is the only I thing. I can, yeah. The sex is not the only thing, but it does play a major part. Because you're connected, and that's where that spiritual connection, that connection come in at. Mm-hmm. So it does, it plays a big part. And I know a lot of people in bad relationships, they be cussing, arguing, and the only time they get along is when they having sex. Uh, again, sexual maturity. Dang. You yeah. know, uh, there are some some women who stick with guys um, <laughs> because that that guy gave her her first orgasm. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know? so yeah, and it's a bad relationship. She she had multiple partners before. This was the one who gave her the orgasm. So yeah, you so know, she so stayed she with stayed. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've I've heard of that too, but. Yeah, I agree with you. Sex does play. Yeah, it play a huge part in relationships and yeah. bad and keeping you in bad relationships. Yeah, making bad decisions and everything. But that can get old after a time too. I mean, at, at some point, uh, the the cost to benefit ratio mm-hmm. um, has to say, you know, well, the sex is good, but this relationship is really, really bad. And, and you know, and yes, yeah, your as your soul gets chipped away mm-hmm. every little time. You know, yeah, I was thinking that, but you know, usually what they do is they'll say, okay, I'm done. Then they'll go in there and start talking to you. But then something will happen where that person will reach back out. So they'll go back to that person. They, it becomes a revolving door and they just could keep going back. And before you know it, seven, eight, nine years have passed. It's like the R. Kelly syndrome, I guess. The R. Um, Kelly syndrome. Yeah, What's where he has this cult uh, of women uh, who are there for some reason. Uh, uh, whether yeah. it's the money or the sex, there are women who want to be urinated on. Who um, I was talking to one of my editors when we were covering the whole scandal situation, and uh, she had taken kind of offense during the meeting, you know, when I, I had said that there were other women who were willing to take the place, quote-unquote, of these alleged sex cult members. And she was like, no, that's not true. And, you know, um, you know, no one, no woman wants to put herself in that particular situation. I said, no, it is. <laughs> <laughs> there are some who are like, it's not good, but you know, they're, but why they're do you there. think they would want to trade places like that? Because each one of those women had a part to play, mm-hmm. which tells me that he can't find sexual pleasure with one woman right. because he doesn't want to hear the word no, I don't want that. That makes me feel uncomfortable. So he goes and he gets these multiple women that are because he can't get one woman to actually satisfy him sexually. Well, we don't know the uh, the entire motivation for it, but remember, He's part crazy. of that. Well, but, all, but those women, <laughs> those women, by their own testimony, some of them have engaged in group sex together with R. Kelly and each other and Undercover everything else. Lesbian. So, so we have. <laughs> So again, we have good sex and staying in a bad relationship. Right. A polyamorous <laughs> bad relationship in this case. And so. he is, and, and so R. Kelly is polyamorous. Say, oh, I, no, I can't say that because, um, but I mean, he he his I don't know how you decide. You yeah. Have a guy who has a, 
I and forgive know. me, I don't, I don't want to use the, the wrong term. Here, right, but, I don't know, know what he is either. He just enjoys sex, I think. Yeah, he's having his heart. Why right? you got just, your... Because I just told y'all why. Man <laughs> <laughs> can't find one woman to satisfy him sexually. He likes a variety of women, and he likes them young. He don't want anybody over a certain age. Why? Yeah, that's true. Right, because he doesn't want to have to deal with the older women. The uh, older woman will yeah, most, not all, mm-hmm. will make you respect her body. If she's not comfortable with something you're doing, she's going to say, no, he don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. The younger ones, hey, I'm with R. Kelly. They're looking for some type of fame. He didn't mm-hmm. promise them something. Mm-hmm. And that's why he does it. Oh, uh, yeah. They think it's going to be their big break. This their big break. And all they're doing is just degrading themselves. Eventually, they will come out of it as mm-hmm. they grow and see that they're not getting anywhere. They probably will come yeah, out. Well, he going to get rid of them anyway. It's right. just like being in the Play Bunny house. After a certain age, you having it was putting you out. You got to go. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Cause and then just think about this though. Everybody that he ain't been with, how many of them got a record deal? So how many? Or how many dropped the single? Is he attached to? Yeah, how many? He he attached to all of them. Hmm. He attached to all of them. You you gotta cleanse yourself, but I don't know. He attached. Yeah, Aaliyah. Well, he didn't do anything with Aaliyah. He didn't get Aaliyah a contract or anything. Aaliyah was already on. Yeah, he wrote a song for Aaliyah, but she, yeah, she was signed to somebody else. He did all that to get close to her so he could marry her. And then his mama, oh well, her mama made him divorce her and leave her alone. That's it. All he did was write a record. He did not discover Aaliyah at all. Nope. He just, mm mm. Nah, he ain't do that one. But anyway, we're talking about sexually transmitted demons. We do have two interviews um, set up tonight. Southern Soul Art, sorry, Dutta, um, with Millie Coleman. And we have Dr. Eternal Fortune, motivational speaker. Both of those interviews are coming up here shortly. I'm going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with... Oh, y'all, we forgot to talk about the... Oh, well, I guess we did just talk about live sex and soul ties with our Kelly thing, so that was covered. (laughs) (laughs) That was covered. But we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back after this break, probably get those interviews in and continue on with this conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's for my niggas riding six to better. She out. All the way to the end, Tadwater Park. 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 VA back up to the 219. Tip to the 404, to the 305. These old been known as grind. Pussy nigga better stay in line. Four young nigga cock that nine. Rambo with the ammo. Nigga got a case low, so don't cross that line. No lacking that spam. Only that money, money got live for it. And I'm all the heart of my concourse. 
for it. I took Paul George. Bitches fly my team soaring. Two licks, who down for it? Money got in my pocket, nigga. With a flock of bitches, they go. Got my drink in my cup and I'm pouring. And we all till I go in the morning. On that line, I'm a clown. Never Hall, check him out. He got a new CD that'll be dropping soon. So make sure you check out Royce Hall down here in the ATL. Stay the same I guess it's time I'm honest or time 
I should acknowledge, tried my best not to fall, but it's looking like they all get so the feel of September depends on where you're living. I'm pretty nice at work, but I have trouble with some conversations, always setting limitations. This time I'm happy metal pedaling, speeding with no hesitation, but I think you're pretty fine, like tickets for acceleration, beyond what's allowed, just smile. Brightens my mornings with my skies full of clouds. I love you just the way you are. Yes, you are live with LE Radio Entourage. And let me see my blind self. Should have made this bigger. But anyway, uh, our first interview tonight is going to be with Dr. Eternal Fortune. She is a motivational speaker, author, and transformation coach. Dr. Eternal Fortune holds a doctorate in psychology and is currently a certified addiction counselor, addiction to what, um, with the state of Georgia and Illinois. 
She is certified DUI evaluator and HIV counselor in the state of Illinois. She has over 15 years in clinical health community. Okay, now, Dr. Eternal, I just learned something. You been through a lot in life you know and some cultures just are in a situation in life where they uh, have to have everything positive everything fortune creative to bring out their greatest self so um, also one of my uh, published uh, works is uh, I did a uh, doctoral research on the LGBT, LGBT community and how uh, mentoring can increase self-esteem in the LGBT population. So uh, that's one of the foundations of my work and why I, you know, seek out to help, you know, LGBT populations and other people that just really bring out their highest and greatest potential. I believe everybody must shine in their own unique way. I don't Now I gotta have my people basically 
certification that I had um, in the state of Illinois. I work with HIV counseling and testing, you know, primarily in the LGBT community. You know, I, I was uh, on the west side of Chicago. And what, what happened, it was a, a great initiative to, for people to learn their uh, statuses and their results so that they could uh, know their status and prevent the spread of HIV. And, um, you know, we would do counseling and testing, you know. Then it was the first uh, counseling initiative, like I said, where we will have a counseling session, uh, talk about, you know, partner notification, talk about sex patterns, and you will be tested. And then you have another counseling session before your results come back. You have another counseling session before your results come back. So it, it was combined in the counseling with the testing, you know, that type of was it hard, you know, having conversations with people who were positive? Oh, yes. Yes. You know, it was very difficult. Each case was unique, and each case was different. But each case reminded me uh, to be human, you know, that people are human, you know, and that like HIV with any terminal uh, or any uh, condition, you know, you have to be able to uh, bring your heart into arena in that type of setting so yes each case was different and each case taught me how to be a better person and a better clinician in my work Alrighty, then how was it when, if, when you had to tell someone that they were positive i mean did you have to tell someone or did everyone yes. who came to you already know um that's a great question too uh it was different for each case you know each case takes uh clear preparation and um just giving up someone the stat just giving someone that type of status result that can affect the rest of their life of course it was very difficult and it taught me to search within myself to be able to deliver that type of uh result you know and I also realized how much of a great mission that we all have in society, you know, to work with people on all levels. And uh, but each case taught me something about life because every person, it turns out that every person in that situation, they help develop me more than, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was there, of course, to help them. But I think, you know, I got a lot of development for my life. Okay. And it helped me on the spiritual journey. Uh, uh, last year, the uh, Sister Love Foundation uh, that uh, did a 20 and 20. It was uh, 20 women, honoring 20 women who survived uh, HIV for at least 20 years. And all of their stories were very interesting. Uh, we had a few millennials in there, and I was surprised mm. at what they were saying that the stigma of HIV is not the same. That it, they feel just you can take a pill, you can take that regimen of medication, and you'll be fine. Did you encounter any of that thought? And also the fact that older uh, people in their 50s and 60s are now being diagnosed with HIV at a, a higher rate, too. Uh, well, just want to get your thoughts on that. 
You know, that is very interesting that you say that, and that's a great, thank you so much for really, you know, studying the trends and the studies, you know, up to date. You know, back when I was doing testing and counseling, it was kind of relatively new, you know. It was roughly 10, 15 years ago when I was counseling, when I first started counseling, and I stayed in that uh, counseling arena about five to six years, you know, on that particular counseling community in that specific counseling community but back then there was a lot of stigma associated with HIV you know I can remember um, one of my patients you know visiting one of my patients and uh, the last uh, 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 stages of his life he took you know I hold his hand you know a lot but he talked about how Somebody finally recognized him as a human being because everybody else back then, they had you in order to see a person, you have to be covered up and have on gloves and all this. You right. know, just because they um, didn't know anything about it. They didn't, yeah. 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 They of didn't course, really know. Of course, they didn't of course, really yeah. know. So. Yeah. And, uh, but to see, you know, I'm so proud of humanity, you know, for having a heart to really study the trends and to study, you know, to have studies. Of, uh, of that magnitude that can impact the thought and the learning process of uh, of the disease and allow the human connection, you know, uh, to be supported. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of dialogue still around the topic. And there's a lot of advances in medicine. Uh, shouts out to the medical community. It's a lot of advancement in medicine. It's a lot of advancement in the counselor arena. And it's a lot of advancement in us as human beings, the power of the human-to-human connection. So thank you for, you know, mentioning that and studying the, the trends. Yeah, uh, Rolling Out Magazine did a whole series uh, on HIV and uh, the trends, especially since our demographic is our young millennials, urban millennials. Yeah. Yes. But do you think, okay, we have the, the HIV, and you know I'm going to tell a joke after this, <laughs> but they they got a pill, like you were saying, where it's undetectable. I'm talking Truvada yeah. or, or any, any type of uh, PrEP, uh, which is the pre-exposure uh, prophylaxis. Um, you're talking about that. Yeah. Isn't that unfair? Because, well, I'm saying someone who was tested HIV Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they take this pill or whatever they take Mm -hmm. and now you're undetectable. They seem to think that you do not have it. So they won't tell a partner, someone that they're going to sleep with, that they're HIV positive. They're just not saying anything. Because I know one, he doesn't say nothing because he's undetectable. Well, that's breaking the law. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, we were talking about but can deception. They still, people still can get that, right? Uh, uh, well, there's always that chance. Uh, when you know, with Truvada and with people uh, taking the prep medication, mm-hmm. um, it's supposed to reduce the viral load to an undetectable level. Um, that's one of the drugs that um, Charlie Sheen, for example, uh, is it? taking. He got it. Yes. Yes. Where you been? Uh, that, not that, watching TV. <laughs> like, people where you who been? saw Charlie Sheen's life yeah. and everything say it what? was a matter of time for him. Yeah, it was you a know matter. Google this right. <laughs> yeah, he got Google it. He it. talked about it. it was a matter of time. He talked about all the women he had been with and everything. He was just what? like out there. Yeah, yes. he talked. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that was he came. That was about what five six years. Been about about five three, six years. Two years. Now. About two. two I thought years? it was about five. Two yeah, he been. It's been a while. Yeah. Why that poor man was acting yeah. crazy on the set? Yeah. Uh, well, his drug is a habit too. That you know, too. You know, so, 
Wow. Okay, yeah. this ain't about Charlie so, Shane. So, yeah, it ain't about Charlie Shane. So, well, while we go got ahead. the good doctor <laughs> over there, um, what do you have any, um, I know you was listening to the conversation we was having tonight about sexually transmitted demons. So you have... Um, you got a counseling session? <laughs> <laughs> huh? No, well, I got, you know, you know uh, my career now is based on... do or you know it can make us make choices that make right. it mm-hmm. can be good or bad based on these connections so big up to the top yeah, again and big up to acting like your mate yeah and people be like yeah, yeah. i just alike yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can be influenced so it can, yeah, by it can these be good or bad yeah these uh because one question i often get on the show shout out to the dr eternal fortune show, <laughs> show. Oh, she gonna use that show <laughs> She just did it. Did she just you. do a shameless she plug? Did. She did. <laughs> That's the show. Uh, well. no, but you were going to tell them about the show because yeah. we was going to get, have to yeah, give all yeah, that information yeah. anyway. You know, the Dr. Turner Fortune show is uh, is YouTube, primarily on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And... Um, this the show where you know we do the most for people who don't do enough, and I mean, and I say that to I say like that we do the most. You know, for the people sometimes who don't do it we are the example mm-hmm. of hope for people, especially the youth, you know, in society. So we have to do the most with our life, and doing the most, like the youth may see it, or they use the term like, "Oh, she's doing the most in a way that right. getting attention." But when we're when I, when I use that term, doing the most, doing the most with our life, being the best you, you know, bringing out everything that's within you, every positive aspect within your life, so that you can shine the greatest. You can shine.
Chicago. You know, I just really suffered a lot, you know, and uh, suffered with addictions. And it's just a lot of things that I had to break free of in order to be the greatest me. I have to ask, uh, you know, um, you're the, you're the, um, I've met so many uh, black folk who are Buddhists um, <clears throat> lately. And I have to ask, are you familiar with the writings of uh, Church Nhat Hanh? No, uh, okay. uh, no, our teachers is based off the writings of Nietzsche and Dashoni. Okay. You know, it's so many Buddhist sects, like uh, in Christianity, you know. Well, his concept about his concept of suffering, okay. um, um, that um, suffering um, is the cause of every pain, um, that, and it creates the hatred and, and everything else. And it, it, breaking out of that cycle of suffering is important. And it, it sounds like from what you were describing uh, growing up, that you, you had suffered, and uh, how did you come to take your suffering and use it as a weapon to help you uh, come through? This is a great interview. Hey, that's the rolling out man. <laughs> rolling out, <laughs> yeah. That's a wonderful yeah, thank yeah. you so much. That's a wonderful question. You know, um, and thank you for the opportunity to really expound on these questions. You know, my sufferings at first, I used to real mass, why me, you know? But now, because of this philosophy, um, you know, the writings of Nietzsche and Dachonin, and I also study, um, you know, Daisaku Ikeda, you know, is my uh, Buddhist mentor in life. So what he teaches is that, you know, we take on this suffering, you know, for the sake of self and also to help society as well. So being in a position, viewing my suffering as a, um, a part of life that I, you know, took on and can help other people. And now I have a purpose and a mission that helped me really transform my suffering into mission. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, it's, it's so some people would take that as you're doing, you're practicing Buddhism, but do you believe in God? How do you do the... Um, Define. No, that's not the word okay, I want to okay. use. But right now, I don't can't remember it. Okay. But how do you separate the two? Because do you believe in God? Do you believe in there's a higher power? Because I started with the the <clears throat> the Buddhist too, with you. But I also got confused. I didn't get confused. I, I know. Wait, I, this is my question. Go on with your question, but I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to understand your confusion. Well, my confusion is because. Going to a couple of meetings, uh-huh. a lot of people, I took it as if they didn't like, they didn't believe in in God. And growing up, that's what I, 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 know, I know. I know you pray. I know you go to church. But then at some point, my faith in God lapsed too because of the things that I have been through. How do you, separ- how do you separate the two? Um, if that makes sense, I think. Well, I think I understand what you're saying because I did both. I still believe in God, but when the only reason why I haven't been really able to study is because they had a meetings on days when I'm at work. <laughs> but um, for me, I still believe in God. But when I study Buddhism, that's more about the universe and the twelve laws of attraction and energy and and um praying to the universe and it's not like people think everybody they praying to some short little fat bald man with a but that's not the case so that's that's how i took it as more of universe and make a connection with people 
by spreading positive because the universe only understands positive and negative. What right, you put right, out and what right. you get back. So that's how I took it as just studying the laws of attraction through the universe. But I still believe in God. Well, it scared me. It shouldn't have because yeah, we all because believe in the power. When I started but... <laughs> practicing, I told my car up. What? Remember that? How you tie your car up? It's oh, supposed to be positive. I, I, that's what I told her. But I you said, know you Let know me, what? Let me, let me ask her a question because would she have a had that accident whether she went to a meeting or not? Yeah, if it was in because because it was something you had already put in the universe. Not to crash so. my car <laughs> and do none. I was on my way to work. I was on my way to work. Let me ask you a question. To do non-Buddhist have car accidents. I don't know. I ain't seen one. <laughs> but, you know, but wait think, a minute. You know, I think more non-Buddhist have car right. accidents than Buddhists. You talk. You know, there's a difference. You know, I don't it's, know, it's about but it's but Then something else happened to me. It again. wasn't because you were studying Buddhism. I told her. I said, I'm not doing it. Yeah, that's what I was getting what at. See, what maybe, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I am. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I, I don't but see, understand. You can, you can that's also, what I was trying to you say. You can also be Christian mm -hmm. and have a connection to universal ideals. Right. I mean, there is a concept and a, an idea of a higher power that that is all interconnected. You know, we'll look like we'll, we'll look at, for example, Christianity. You know, I'm a Christian. I'm a, I'm a preacher's kid. Okay, Dad's AME minister, elder. Um, you know, so I believe in the resurrection. Okay, so. Buddhism, okay. Here's the, but here's the thing about it. So a Christian may say to you, and people may say, well, that's terrible. I don't want to reincarnate and, and everything else. But a Christian may say to a person who's Buddhist, but Christ breaks the cycle of reincarnation. So you won't have to reincarnate again because your sins and things that have gone on that would have caused you to reincarnate are over anymore. You don't have to go through the path of once you, you know, to make your choices in the afterlife, like Tibetan Buddhism, where you have to make the different choices. You don't have to go through the eightfold path. You know, and you can, there are, there are concepts of, um, you know, like, people have a misunderstanding of, of masonry, okay? Uh, masonry looks at a spiritual, universal collection of things. And it has its basis in Christianity and everything else. But it's, it's, a, it's a way you understand yourself and your placement and everything else with your higher power, with God, with Allah, mm -hmm. uh, and everything else. That, that's where it is. And car accidents, I mean, they, they, they happen. <laughs> they happen to the best it's, of people. It scared me because yeah. I had just did Or it could be karma. No, yeah. <laughs> you know but what? I was trying to explain I, what he was just saying. Religion and spirituality. Well, yeah, that's true. But things. it scared me because I called her and I cussed her out from the. I cussed nah, her well, that's, out. That, well, that's being superstitious. Well, <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, she brought a, something that I wasn't familiar with. I did it in my car crash. <laughs> Christian yeah, you got your car fixed, and you got a better car after I that. Sure yeah. uh -huh. okay. Look, okay. then you oh, got okay. a better car okay. after that. As right. a result, oh, as a yeah, wait, you, you got a better you, job you think after that, that. Do you think that Jesus was punishing you for looking at Buddhism? Was was that it? Do you think you're being punished for looking at another religion, and that's what caused your car accident? 
I, yeah. It could have because I was confused about. You was confused. You was, was thinking spirituality. About, she didn't know much about it either. And I called myself <laughs> following her. All y'all started it off together at the same yeah. time. She yeah, went yeah. and then yeah. she came to me with it, and then she recruited all my kids, uh-huh. and they started doing. I said, "What did me try?" <laughs> Then my sister tracked because I was living at home with my sister. Uh-huh. And then my sister got into it. And it was like, I was the only one that had the doggone car accident. You know, there are many, let me mad. tell you something. There you should have got people. into it first. And then you wouldn't have had that. <laughs> so now she'll say, come on, go and give, come to this meeting. I'd be like, I'm on my way. <laughs> Never Pick show me. up. But she, well always, but she always, let, t- let me say this. She, she, she always uh, promote and participate in the positive aspects of Buddhism. She mm-hmm. always uh, send, make sure uh, uh, the meetings, is, I go to the meeting. You mm-hmm. better go to that meeting, you know, type way. And she always, you know, make sure to promote the positive yeah. aspects. Well, you know, Louis, I can't I remember the name of the uh, very famous American Buddhist, and he wrote a short poem. And he said, um, and it's about Buddhism. Life is an illusion. Life is an illusion. And yet... Hmm. And yet what? <laughs> right. Well, like, there, there are some Buddhists. There is some Buddhist thought that life is yeah, uh, that life is like when they build the um, the mandala. Okay, the sand um, design and artwork and everything. It takes them weeks to do this, you know, and it's beautiful and intricate. And then they finish it, and then they sweep it away with a broom to show you that life is temporal; it can change at any moment. And then they gather up the sand and they put it in a flowing source mm-hmm. of water. Okay, so, and people say that, you know, some people believe that um, the trappings of wealth, um, like with Siddhartha, you know, the uh, with Buddha, you know, he was a prince, okay? He looked at life and everything around him and he felt unfulfilled. It was an illusion to him. He wanted something else, but when he wanted something else, he had to deal with suffering. He had, you know, uh, when he went on his journey and everything else. So, you know, I think that it's always good to look mm-hmm. at your spirituality to show, you know, how you can grow. Because even with Christ, what happened, we remember um, his family fled into Egypt, right? So many people like Joseph Ansardema and uh, Dr. Ben, Joseph Ben Yakana, uh, says that when Christ was in Egypt, he was introduced to the Egyptian mystery systems, the basis of monotheism. Mm-hmm. So we, we see that the basis of what we know is how we worship higher power and everything coming out of Egypt and everything is African in nature. You know, okay. so, you, you know, there's just be spiritual. Understand things, you know. I don't know, it's, it's taking the extreme of changing your religion and thinking that if you change your religion, <laughs> you'll have a car accident. Well, that's, that's, when, not, I, well, that's when I first Girl. was introduced that's, that's to Gina. it. That's just me. I, you know. That's Gina Boo, y'all. That's Gina Boo. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it has changed her. I will say, since she has been doing it, I've seen a lot of growth in her because she was so like immature at one point she are you really just gonna bust just, out yeah, on, yeah, the radio. Radio. on the radio yeah, yeah, yeah. Really just bust out out on the radio what i'm saying is <laughs> is I've this a beep beep moment no beep 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 my name is lesser i'm not in this mess i'm gonna check now what i'm saying is she has really grown okay she's grown into a very positive Person, I mean, she did have she did, she has come through the struggle. I've seen it. Okay, and Clean she. It up. Did, no, you know, I, I'm mad. I'm going home. But uh, no, no, nah, she have, is a beautiful person. She I love is. Her she gives and her. she gives, and a lot of people have taken advantage of it. Yeah. I 
you know, like, hey, they're taking advantage of you. You're going to have to stop this because mm-hmm. she sees the good and everything, everything mm-hmm. and everybody. I could be mad at my kids and then she'll go. Well, what's what the positive in this? <laughs> and I'd be like, right now, I don't want to know no positive because I'm mad right that now. Like somebody but she I know. has. Mm-hmm. She, she, she's a wonderful person. She's Let's a wonderful a person and friend. She's seen me go through a lot. And the first thing she'll say, you need to chant about this. <laughs> I'll be like, I don't want to hear about no chanting. I'm mad. <laughs> Let me be mad. And then we'll start being silly. She brings that out. She'll make you forget that you were mad and she brings you back to that positive because I'm okay. not wrapped too so tight. So was your anger, your anger was an illusion then? Yeah, your anger yeah, was an illusion. it was. Yeah. I don't want to sit next to you no more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me say this. Just let me put my plug out for, you know. Yeah, go and put your plug out. You could tell people where to follow you and everything. So <laughs> we could, <laughs> No, I'm serious. She could get out. She could go on because we're going to go on to uh, Millie. I don't want Millie. the audience to mm. sort of misconception of, you know, right. I want them to know about uh, Nitron Dashaun and Buddhism. There's a Atlantic uh, station uh, in Atlantic Station. You have a uh, you have the community center, the Buddhist community center, 4217 and just really harmonize with everything that's positive in the universe. And even if something's negative, we seek to transform it into a uh, positive vibe. And you can still be who you are. You're going to tell them where to follow you. Yeah, um, you follow me. You can follow me on uh, <laughs> at Dr. Eternal Fortune Show, you know, uh, blog Dr. Eternal Fortune Show that's on YouTube. You know, and you can hit me on Facebook at Dr. Eternal Fortune on Facebook. Also, um, Instagram, Dr. Eternal Fortune. All right. All now. So we're going to take a quick break. That was Dr. Eternal Fortune. And we're going to take a quick break. And right after this break, we're going to have Southern Soul Art, Millie Coleman. Uh, coming up, this is Masarashi. Remember, I told y'all I was going to play her on every yes. show because I love her. So this is Ooh La La by Ms. I can tell you what a girl wants, I can tell you what a girl needs, I can tell you what she might think, and I can tell you what she can't see, I can tell you what she might do, I can tell you what she sure won't, depends on what she might do, and what she don't, she might want all the attention, even if it's what you say, and if she's worth the attention, you won't look the other way, don't have to say you love her, let her know you're thinking of her, and if it's nothing that she needs, get 
like I see it Cause it's something that I know No girl wanna travel in No man with a dirty Each story has two sides So I'ma hit you up with both I'ma hit you up with both I'ma hit you up with both She might want all the attention Even if it's what you say And if she's worth the mention You won't look the other way Don't have to say you love her Let her know you're thinking of her Welcome back, welcome back Go ahead, we're back uh, What is that? Yes uh, Okay, go ahead Gina Okay, we're back and now we're gonna have gonna have Millie to Coleman this. I'm gonna have to read this um, We have Millie Coleman She's a self-taught artist Has been exploring her creativity since she was a young child Coleman feels a strong connection to Depicting the defining elements of human nature through her work. Coleman has honed her artistic skills and is an artist who specializes in painting, wood relief carving, and metal sculpting. She is a certified welder, a showcase, a variety of medium and combinations in her art. Coleman creates in a number of themes, abstract, mixed media, pattern culture, and the human body. Coleman also works in photography and graphic designs. Coleman was offered the opportunity to be a designated photographer and IT specialist for two studies aboard programs in Kenya, Africa, and Belize. Central American, America, an import fact of Coleman's work is her strong belief that her ideas and creativities are a gift from God. She believes that her work dis- depict a deep love of human nature and all of the complexities that mirror every human being in the variety facet facet of their life. Here's Millie. Hi, Millie. Hello. Hello. 
How you doing? I'm good. Oh, I'm good. Tell us I'm a little bit more. I, I don't hear you. As close as you could. Hello. Is that better? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll try to do better. <laughs> so, how did you get into this art? Um, initially, whenever I was in school, as far as when I was younger, the school that I was at wouldn't let me do wood shop. So, make a long story short, living on a farm, I met my father had power tools. So, <coughs> between him and myself, we I taught myself as far as how to use the power tools and make the wood stuff that I wanted to, and just kind of build on that as far as the art, um, as far as painting, drawing, and with the welding, I um, basically had a lot of metal ideas as far as art is concerned. And this, instead of learning how to, or teaching myself how to weld and blowing myself up, I decided to go get certified and make a, a career out of it if I had to. Uh -huh. So I have something to fall back on. Um, but yeah, that's how I initially got started. Tell us how, about your experience in Kenya and Africa and um, Belize. Well, in Kenya and Belize, um, they were doing the study abroad program. I had a chance. And basically, well, for the most part, it made me appreciate home better. It made me mm. realize that as far as what I have here is I'm more blessed to a certain extent and I need to let more people know or either help as many people as I can as far as getting to a better state from wherever they are now to wherever they want to be. Because in Kenya, I saw little kids that was sniffing glue. Not close enough to the mic. I can't even hear you. Okay, my fault. Yeah. She has to say all that again. That uh, I start just over? wanted to test it. Um, no, you were just real, real low. I went upstairs to test it. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. Okay, where was I at? Oh, as far as in <clears> Kenya. Um, as far as seeing kids that were, instead of trying to find food, they were trying to find glue, which was one of the manufacturing places that was in Nairobi, and they would sniff the glue um, to get hot instead of being able to try to find food or do anything as far as food is concerned. So they'll just sit there and sniff glue all day. But at the same time, while they were sniffing glue, you can see some kids that were drawing, just drawing little sketches on the ground where they're really overly artistic, but they can't express themselves or either get their art out so they can make a living in their art so with that that made me realize that more people as far as back home can be able to do more as far as art is concerned and hopefully be able to help more people as far as worldwide explain the body art <laughs> well um actually with the body art i just started doing that about a year and a half ago um Jessica asked me to do <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Halter with the Funani Poets asked me to do a portion in her show as far as painting a logo on a um, model, getting me out of my, my out of my comfort zone, and um, I was like, okay, I can do it. No one else to do it, and I wound up being able, well, I wound up having to do it myself. So that's how I got started with it. But in the midst of well, a couple weeks before that, I did a couple of practice paintings on some models. Shout out to the models back home in middle Georgia <laughs> <laughs> um, for coming through and did um, the body paint practice on them and did a couple photo shoots with them so we can both kind of get the best out of the whole situation. So that's how I got started with the body painting. How did you start off with Southern, what is it? Southern Soul Arts. Yes. 
Um, Southern Soul Arts is, I guess you can say, kind of a brainchild between me and um, one of my well, my best friend. He passed a few years ago, Marvin Jackson. And we came up with the idea because we were doing art. It was a little, I guess, risque or a little different from what was going on in the area. We tried getting it into a couple galleries, and it was like, no, we don't want that in, in our gallery. So it was like, okay, we need to do something where everyone um, will be able to express themselves or as far as display their art. So our basically our philosophy is if you draw stick figures and you want to show the world, we want to try to help you do that. So whatever it is that you do, we're trying to, as long as it's nothing as far as Degrading, degrading or, or hatred in the president. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like that, we're willing to help you as far as get it out there and as far as be part of the shows um, that we do. And also during the shows that we do, we um, try to promote people as far as the more, um, I guess say music or uh, entertaining people. Mm -hmm. So, and during our shows as well as during our shows, we also say if you juggle and you want to show the world or you dance and sing, we want to do that during our shows. Um, our last show that we had in Macon, we had a live body painter, a live um, canvas artist, and, and then in the middle we had the stage performances where we had poetry, music, a variety of things. It was a, It's a variety show, so we tried kind of an artistic circus. <coughs> So anything as far as that artistic wise, we try to we try to show people we try to get that out as far as throughout our show. Do you do poetry? No, I do not do poetry. I don't do anything on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, I'm not really well. I'm not gonna say I don't do anything on stage. I'm not really one to be in more as far as in the limelight or more behind the scenes. I'm to help other scenes. people who want to be in the limelight be in the limelight. Okay. Um. You have any shows coming up? Um, we are host doing a with the Punani poets the Secret of the Pearl show in Macon February sixteenth and then in Atlanta February seventeenth and there are a couple other shows and that can be found on punanilove.com and <laughs> <laughs> let me make sure I got it right. <laughs> Um, as far as the Punani Poet shows, and then we're also, well, um, a couple of the artists that are working with Southern Soul Arts will be performing or will be part of the Dark Eden show, which will be mm -hmm. in, in Macon and during the month of March. And then in April, we're trying to do another variety show in Macon um, the, first weekend in a the first weekend in April. What's Patterns Culture? Hmm? Oh, never mind. I read it wrong. No. <laughs> never, never mind. I was I thought pattern and culture was together, but never mind. Let me ask you a question. Um, when did you first realize that you were an artist? Or you said, hey, I'm an artist, and I can make money. Uh, what was the first thing you sold? Um, I, well, honestly, whenever I was, well, I'm real, I guess, kind of a hands-on person. I used to make jewelry, like, as far as beaded jewelry, bracelets, and things like that. I did that in high school and these little crochet things. So, well, actually, junior high, I probably started doing that and then selling it to my friends. And it was like, oh, we like that. I was like, okay, cool. 
couple bucks that works for me <laughs> um so i guess that's how i got started as far as selling my art um but and then i kind of stepped back for a while once i got as far as college and just life in general and whenever i met marvin that's whenever i got a little more as far as into art um as far as more trying to pursue it, as, not really as a career, but try to get my art as far as expressing myself more out there. And what we were painting and drawing and as far as the carvings that we were doing, it was more, mostly a lot of naked people, just to be honest. And that's why, <laughs> and that's why a lot of the, um, a lot of the galleries and things we try to go to or show, they was not having it. So that's when we made a decision as far as to start Southern Soul Arts. So, um, and then after he passed, um, I took a little, a somewhat of a break, um, and then a friend of mine basically talked me back into just getting back into my, well, basically convinced me that I needed to get back into my art because it was something that I love to do and they saw that it was something that I love to do and I needed to go ahead and pursue it. So, yeah. Well, uh, in sculpting, um, there's, um, I, I, I want to. I think it goes back to Michelangelo, mm -hmm. uh, when he looks at a, a hunk of marble and he, they talk about the negative stone, um, taking, um, taking away the negative stone to bring out the piece of art that's in there. When you look at a piece of wood, do you see the art that's in there already or does it just come, does it, you know in your mind or do you have to see the wood and then say no? something else is guiding me to do this it really depends if i have um something that inspires me or something that that pushes me i'll go ahead and do it but at this i'll just get a piece of wood and work on it but sometimes at the same time i can look at some wood and i'll just look at it and it's like okay this is what i see or this is what i want to see in it and i try to make that happen Sometimes it doesn't turn out the exact way that I wanted it to, but some, but for the most part, it, it does. Is there any black artist that inspires you? Um, I can't think of any offhand because, like, for the most part, I'm never as far as studying art. Like I said, I'm pretty much self-taught. Mm -hmm. um, I've never really studied art because I do so much as far as with the welding, the IT, I'm into a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I've never really studied any other artists other than maybe a couple techniques, but as far as names, no. Do you plan to at least pursue it to to study it to go further? Would that make would that help your career to go further if you study it? Yeah, actually, I am looking into doing a little more as far as the study area go as far as going into studying more into art but like i said what i'm doing now is more geared towards business and networking as far as the artistic side of it um i'm still learning and as far as working with other artists i'm learning for the from the other artists as well and that's what with southern soul arts we encourage other artists to work with each other because a lot of quite a few of the pieces that i have i did some of those with marvin or either some of the other artists that i've worked with previously if someone came to you and they heard about your sh what you do at southern Soul southern soul art. art, yeah, southern soul art, and you look at their work, and you know it's really not that good. 
would you give them a chance? Would you kind of like you? You can see the potential in the person because, like you say, artists through your eyes. Mm-hmm. It's it's what the artists see. Right. But you kind of know, like, would you? Yeah, consider like I, like I said, if you draw stick figures and you are able to tell people about your stick figures, we'll let you do it. Because there are, there's paintings out there where there are a couple lines, and that's the only thing it is, and they've sold for millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And people can't really explain it unless right. they talk to the artist or either the person that purchased it, and whatever they see, that's, that's what it true. is. That, that's and true. That's yeah. why, like, with a lot of my art, I really don't name it because I like people to see whatever it is that they see, whatever mm-hmm. they want to see in the art that I create. Some of them I do name, but like I said, for the most part, it's just I want... I know what... I want to express, but at the same time, I want to know what other people see in it, and whatever uh, someone else sees in it, it may not be exact what I, exactly what I'm seeing, but as long as they enjoy the piece, that's all that matters. <laughs> I have a question. Do you have like a Wait, what's the question? Because can't nobody... They, oh, the sorry. people on the radio, we just finna have some dead <laughs> air, so, so it's like you're going to have to get, come back here by a mic or something because can't nobody... Yeah. Well, have you to yeah. ask the question. Um, yeah, she wants want your mic. Uh, basically, my question yeah, is: Is there hear. a specific? You still can. Nah, my mic here. Come, come right here, cause I ain't by my mic. I can raise my mic up. All right. So you were talking about techniques and different styles. Is there a particular technique that you always stick with, or do you have like a style on your own, or you just kind of make it up as you go? I make it up as I go. I kind of fly by the seat of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> so you, well, I know you've entered one competition. Mm-hmm. I think that you did. Mm-hmm. Um, have you entered any more, or was this your first one? Um, this is kind of my first one. I'm trying to branch out and try as far as getting more exposure for myself and other artists. And mm-hmm. I figure, as far as with some of the things that I'm currently doing. I need to know what's going on with that before I'm able to show another artist what they're able to do as well. So that's why I've been as far as trying to get into different competitions and just learning more with different shows and getting more as far as more information with that. And as far as whenever you was asking me about studying or mm-hmm. as far as art, I'm more studying, uh, like I was saying, the business side of the art art world now because I want to help more people you know, other than myself, as far as get out there. And I figure, like, as far as with what I'm already doing, what I've done, as far as with the techniques that I'm using with my painting, my welding, the woodwork that I'm doing, I can still build on that more. But at the same time, I need to know the business side of the art world. So you're like so the I'm last able, guest we have. You want to bring out the highest potential of people. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I want to help. Like, Chant. Like, help. It help. <laughs> Chant. I, chant, I pray, whatever I got to do, I gotta right. do. You know, as long as I can help somebody, I'm helping them. Um, so, you know, like as, as far as just learning as much as possible to be able to get people to the next level, because I know a, there are a lot of artists that are out there. Yes. And actually, personally, I know a lot of artists that are in jobs that they really can't stand and they don't enjoy them, but they can make some of the best things in the world people will pay hundreds of dollars for them and they don't even know that they will pay hundreds of dollars for them 
but because they'll go go to work, come home, do their art, and put it in in the room in the corner. No one else sees it. So that's where we wanted to come in as far as with Southern Soul Arts, as far as giving them more exposure, showing the world what they can do, what the world, you know, as far as different artists. Even though you're, you may not be a, you can be a self-taught artist like mm-hmm. myself or either professional artist. We have some artists that have master degrees in art. And so, you know, we have a variety of artists that are in Southern Soul Arts, and that's what we encourage as far as artists to be part of Southern Soul Arts is, and then being able to work with other artists or as far as sharing ideals and things like that. Do Would you consider, okay, as you do the adult side of it. Mm-hmm. Would you can would you ever have you ever thought about maybe like because there are some kids out here yeah well, that can right. draw yeah because yeah, have you seen not to cut you off have mm-hmm. you seen um, Trayvon's and send your son uh-uh. I'm gonna show you his pictures he's amazing he's 18 she has him at art school but and he started off like she was saying he was drawing these little funny looking uh-huh. they weren't really like stick figures but they were um. Uh, what you call the Power Rangers? They can all his stuff kind of look like Power Rangers. But now, when and I'm gonna pull it up on my phone. When y'all look at it, he went from drawing these little stick figure Power Rangers to doing portraits. And when I say amazing, he's 18. He is freaking amazing. I was trying not to say the other word. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to show it to you, but go on and she can answer your question. Yeah, as far as with the younger people, we do try to work with different organizations, and we're trying to put together, we're also trying to put together some shows for the younger people, Um, not just adult shows. Like I said, we want to help as many people as possible. Um, With the, like I said, with the younger people, we want to do some workshops and just give them more information as far as the art world is concerned. So they'll have that knowledge before, you know, as far as a high school, a middle middle school student or a high school student. So you'll, because a lot of the stuff in art, I didn't learn until after I graduated from college. Mm. So, and that may be because in college I studied computers, but still at the same time, like I said, it's not that... It's not something that I learned in high school or something that was really offered to me for the most part. Okay. Well, is he like my son? Let me tell you. All his characters are <laughs> But he's good. I see the mm-hmm. potential in him, but I don't know how to attention. push him. Go. On, cause I you. like that. Nasenja mm-hmm. son did that? And he started off drawing stick figures. Wow, he, that's he, beautiful. Yeah, he's 18 now. He, but that's what he started off doing, stick figures. And that's what he at right now. Right. So that's, that's you know, like you said, look, that's potential. Right. And, and all his thing, yeah, it looks. Even though if it's the same thing, it looks the same thing over and over. Because to me, it does. It yeah. Single day. <laughs> but you look at, like, the first one that you saw a year ago compared to the one that you mm-hmm. might see this year. Well, you yeah. Know, yeah. You see the improvement in it. Yeah, he so, has improved, but I I just wanted him to more so like see, branch he out. He has to do you that talk about, on his um, own. On his own. Yeah, he has to do that on his own time. You can't. Oh, I, I can't mean, make to a certain extent. You can't yeah. really rush him. I can't get a belt it. and tell him to change it. No, no, that would discourage him. I'm joking. I'm just joking. Because I can't draw I'm this. Just playing. I don't want to pick I'm up a pencil ever again. Ever. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> I mean, I'm playing. I ain't going to put him out. And I'm not going to whoop him, beat him. But I was just joking. But, yeah, okay, let him just do him. Right. For now, he'll branch out on his own. Right, if he, you decide, sure? if he decides to. But <laughs> then he again, decides. he may decide to do something else. Yeah. You know, he, he has that 
that option. Yeah. He may not even want to do, he may not want to do anything in art. But right now, if that's what he's, you know, concentrating on, yeah. just encourage that. Yeah, just let him be. Don't be messing with Kobe. Gonna get you. <laughs> he gone, will. Mess with him if you want to. Kobe gonna get them ankles. He sure will. Put both of them out. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Any questions? Right. Any more questions? You answered them all. Oh yeah, you covered everything. Well, you left me here. Well, I had to go. I had to go check on some stuff because <laughs> I'm getting text messages and inboxes. So I needed to go upstairs oh, okay. and confirm some things right quick. Okay, um, Millie, you want to tell the people where to follow you at? Yeah. Oh, um, on Facebook <laughs> is Mill MC or Southern Soul Arts, and Instagram and Twitter is Southern Soul Arts. Okay. You all have heard it. And thank you again for having me. You're most welcome. You're welcome. And we're going to take one more quick break, and then we're going to come in and get ready to wrap up this conversation. Uh, we're going to touch a little bit back with Mo and Gina about these um, sexually transmitted demons right after this break. Okay. Right after this break. I guess right after this break. Yeah. I don't know why my music don't, don't want to play. So It's always, I should have just stayed my little butt out there in that corner where I was, (laughs) but after I came in here and laid down this carpet and the room was looking all cute, I was like trying to get up in here, but I should have just stayed my little butt right outside in that corner (laughs) until after this show. So, back to this, I'm connected to people. Mm Mm-hmm. The good and the bad. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, you know, as, as we go through life, uh, you know, we get the good and the bad ones. It's, you know, that's you know, that's why we have blues songs. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I I really do believe that we are connected, and sometimes we're connected to where we can't move on to something that's more healthy, healthy. A more healthier for you, for whatever your reasons. You're still connected and it keeps you from um moving on and possibly finding some something or someone that's a little bit more healthier for you if if that's what i'm gonna say Uh, that's how you're gonna close it out yeah 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 i I, I agree totally when i was ready to move on um and things just changed dramatically uh for me Uh, we can't uh, hear you uh, what I decided to move on after um, um, my divorce and everything, things decided to move dramatically for me. When I decided to leave behind any baggage uh, that wasn't my fault or anything like that, mm-hmm. and things just got better. <laughs> it's things will get better. We see, sometimes we see things and we, we're pushing. And sometimes we create our own we we create our own unhealthiness. Mm-hmm. Yes, because we do. we're holding on to something or someone that we know that there may not be good for us for variety of reasons or whatever your reasons. Yeah, sex, are. I know for me it was hard because I was, um, yeah, sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can say that. But um, I found the strength 
mm-hmm. to say, hey, enough is enough because I love me and I know there's something better out there for me. And But then we, you know, it, it depends. And that's just it. What, type, what are you looking for in a relationship with many people? And even if, you're relation, if you're, your prime motivation is, is sex, um, you know, it's, it's like we, uh, last year the magazine did a lot on, um, especially with the, um, the, the hard summer for R&B artists in this city with Bobby Valentino, R. Kelly, then Usher with Herpes Gate. You know, yeah, with the Herpes time. Case. The Herpes um, Case. So we started looking at choices people were making in Atlanta, whether it's uh, yeah. going with transgender escorts or even going into a fetish lifestyle. Uh, BDSM lifestyle, the number of swingers clubs that have opened in the city. And uh, even the uh, bulletin board's websites geared to swinging Mm -hmm. couples and people who are ready to have um, relationships week after week, as many nights as they can, when they can walk into a, a place. One person I was talking about, uh, talking with, she had said that she went in with her boyfriend and thought everything was cool and everything else until she grabbed another guy's, um, you know, penis and started to give him a blowjob. And then, the, you know, <laughs> and, and the boyfriend got upset and left. But that's what she wanted. That's what she was going in to do. And and she had no, there was no baggage with her, or was she living out her demons? Was that you know, wow. you know? Uh, so uh, it's it's interesting, at least in Atlanta, it seems to be. I, I mean, Atlanta has really. <laughs> It's anything goes. It, it is. It's like a, a little yeah. miniature Vegas without well, the casino. Atlanta has always been like that. Well, yeah. You know? you, true. And true. A good example of this, um, if you go, the movie that came out, I think, 76. Yeah, I'm sorry, 1976. I think it was one of my favorite movies, um, Uptown Saturday Night. Oh, yeah. With, uh, Bill Cosby yeah. and Sidney Poitier. That was filmed here in Atlanta. Was it? Yeah. I never knew yes. that. I never knew um, that. And the premise of the party where they robbed that at Madame Zenobia's, that was based on an event when Ali came, <clears throat> when Muhammad Ali fought here in Atlanta. There was a robbery at an after-hours club, and um, there was and there was mob connected at a house um, up uh, mm. all the way up. I'm thinking it's about Simpson Road somewhere at the time. Um, so it was one of those places where blacks, elite blacks, you know, uh, politicians and everything would go and gamble and drink and have their little bit of fun. And they all got robbed. And Muhammad Ali was supposed to go in there that day and make an appearance, too. So at the end of it, um, you can look it up, <clears throat> the Atlanta robbery, Muhammad Ali uh, fight, Atlanta robbery. Just Google those words and it'll pull up the whole thing. Wow. Um, all the people involved in that were all found um, executed. You know, they, they were rubbed out by the mm-hmm. mob. Uh, and everything. So, wow. Yeah, but um, yeah, Atlanta's always had those issues. So, why do you think there is a rise of swingers? It used to be that that was you. You had people that did it, and then, but now it's like to me, I meet more and more people that are into swinging. Is it like there's something missing at home? Even though they know if you sleep with this person. Your your energy is connected, but they chew and they know that HIV is out here. They know that herpes is out here because if a person has an outbreak, what? Well, you know, I can only speak. It's in, only it's on the rise. Yeah, uh, I can only speak in generalizations. You know, and why is this happening? I think for me, looking at things is 
people have forgotten what a healthy relationship looks like. Okay, yeah. Uh, people True. have forgotten. I agree. To, I, agree I so know, agree. Forget to love one another first. And I, I'm going to say it with the exception of a few. We've forgotten, you know, on the radio these days, we don't make beautiful songs anymore. No, we love, don't. We don't. I'm about to bring that back, so y'all get ready to tune in. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be playing some old school love. Well, I'm going to hear some stylistics, yeah, some shy lights. I'm, I'm getting ready know? to put together a show like that, music to your ears. Yes, yeah, I, I, I honestly agree that yeah. people, for one, we don't know what we want. We don't even know what the we want. The world is in sexually them. free, is sexually fluent like now. It's yes. really... People just doing whatever. Well, the pe- yeah, and the thing about it, it's it's because of media and everything. Now, kids today, millennials, uh-huh. are, live in what a friend of mine called the pornographic pursuit of the now, instant gratification. I want it now. I want to. I don't want to work I, when I, you know, I, I want my money now when I'm 19. You know, um, you know, I'm going to get it any way possible. Look at um, what's his name, Kodak Black, just got arrested for the second time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, yeah, uh, supposed to be on house arrest, you know. But um, he police get him. He's facing serious charges. He's got weed charges. He's got was you know was with a little kid when he had the weed. He was on probation, had a gun, and everything else. And I was like, why? You know, you have the mm-hmm. money and everything else. Why are you making these negative? bad choices and everything else, but it seems to be reflective of a lot of that age group. Yeah, that age uh, group, uh, yes. When they're in yes. there and everything. So when it comes to people, but the people swinging now are older though too. You know, they so are. Some too, some are, some are. They are. Some are, but there's a lot of young ones out there too who just, you know, the bodies are fit and they don't have the same hangups because the church is no longer in our community anymore. Nope. You know, so we don't have a moral base to go for things or, or, or look at where we're going now. It's, you know, whatever makes you feel good. Because the preacher is swinging. Yes. He's swinging yes, now. Yes, Yeah. And and the mothers of the and church the maybe And the mothers too. of the church, so, you, you know. You know, we, we talk about the undercover uh, um, the down low brothers and everything exactly. else. Exactly. We don't talk about the down low sisters. Yeah. That's the one thing that is taboo. Yeah, you know, they don't talk about them. You know, so. It's the down low sisters, and it's a lot of them that goes to those swingers mm-hmm. too. It's a lot of those down low sisters that goes to those swinging clubs. It's just to me, it's just like it's now. It's like second nature. It's like I swing now, mm-hmm. you know. And that's and it's like it's okay, mm-hmm. and it's I don't. It's unhealthy. I think it's unhealthy because you don't know. What you're getting, or some people could say it is—it's totally healthy. For yeah, them, you know that they don't have any hangups anymore. That they want—they don't want to, you know, they don't follow your religious moral background or what have you. They want to live their life without feeling judged. Maybe that's the only way they feel free. Maybe that okay. I can go with that. You go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you open that door? I'm getting hungry. <laughs> 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 you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 a big debate. It's it's not a debate, but it's it's um, you know these these ties. People mm-hmm. don't realize the ties that you have to other people. I remember seeing a movie, and in the movie, they it was like um, like okay, it was like a demon. Mm-hmm. Long story short, at the end of the movie, they killed the demon. And all the souls were being released. That's very common in a lot of movies. From, I know that, but how can do you tie that into what you said? When we have ties or we pass on 
Um, you think those that we had ties to are released I, from you? I don't know because we look at Solomon who had two hundred wives. He didn't have an issue, I don't think, with all you know the the energy or what have you. Otherwise, he would have stopped at wife number ten, maybe. You know, why deal with one hundred and ninety <laughs> other issues? Well, I think I believe that. Yeah. What Jay Z say? I got ninety nine problems, but ain't one of them. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, I enjoyed you oh, on the show today. You. Thank you for inviting me out here um, You're most to, welcome. Your, to your secret headquarters. Yeah, my secret headquarters. Uh, uh, you going to tell me where to follow you at, Ma? Oh, yes. Uh, you can follow me on rollingout.com. Um, and also, if you look around, uh, if you're, whether it's Atlanta or L.A., you'll, find a, you'll probably find a copy of Rolling Out magazine, the uh, print edition. You can also follow me on uh, Facebook at uh, Mo Barnes with Rolling Out. And also go to the Rolling Out page on um, Facebook, too. On Facebook. And at uh, Twitter, I'm the blog riddle on uh, Twitter. Okay. Huh? You not on IG? I can't remember an Instagram thing. Yeah, I knew weird. I saw you on I'm there. And I can't find you because yeah. I know Jessica was asking me, and I said he on here. I just can't find him again. I don't remember what your name was. Mm. Gina Boo. Yeah. What? You got anything to say in closing? No, I'm all done with closing. I enjoyed our uh, guests, our guest um, uh, speaker, and those that we interviewed, and it was a very good show. Brittany. Um, yeah, I just want to thank everybody that came. It was an awesome topic. Thank you, Dr. Eternal. Thank you, Millie. Thank you, sir, because you were definitely awesome. It was good to get, oh, like, you. another perspective. And so, and I learned some stuff as being the only millennial here. Like, I learned a lot from, <laughs> from listening because, um, back to what you were saying about the release, mm-hmm. you, spiritually, because I'm more of a spiritual individual, there is a way to release those sexually transmitted demons. Oh, yeah, that's, a whole talk about that that's a whole That's a whole But um, that's a whole No, that's it. Everybody, thank you for listening to Show Less Elegance Radio. Please L-E do not. L-E Radio. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> L-E Radio. We've changed the name. Um, please do not forget to go to Eventbrite to get these tickets for Jessica Holter's shows. You do not want to miss out. Yep, you don't want to miss those shows, but get, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, I have a list of other shows coming up. Bar stews and cocktails. Gonna be some sexy, sexy, sexy. I can't get it out. Tongue tied, sexy. Erotic short stories. I already got them. I just got to put oh, them out there. Lord, now no, we. No, you ain't got to do nothing for that. They gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be on Fridays. It's um MG. What's her name? Red. I can't think of the lady name right now. Lord forgive me. But I already got them. Got it. I just got to uh, put it out there. It's, they pre-recorded. It's, oh, okay. It's like audio books. People oh, gonna, okay. it's, it's an audio book. But it's going to be on there. Then we're going to have the house music night, old school music night, and stuff like that. But y'all can okay. uh, touch bases here with us um, on Free to Show every Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Thank you. Yeah, we're turning in a little early tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play some, mu- some music. I am. Working? Yeah, the music working now. The music working now. I think and I'm in the If you in the be love, I ain't with no way. Now girls always got me vexed. Some in the making love, they put me to the test. We can do it your way, your way. And I'm in the fuck. If you in the be love, I ain't with no way. Hello, you 
look nice. Yeah. You make me look twice. Well, before I cross that road, make sure that I'm looking left and right. Well, that's because my past uh, traveled kid when I book my flight. Uh, but look, I might have that baggage shit back over annoyed. Uh, life ain't even in my hand. You know when you can end up drop dead. Let's save time. No, let's kill it. Get arrested. Airplane mode for the cell phone, ho. Please don't check your text. And if you let me charge your brain, then you might get the message. You chase back to the bull. Uh, what you get is what you need when you don't know what you want. What you want now? Yeah, what you, what you want now? Uh. Now don't go looking up for the car. Oh. Nah, 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 nah. Might be surprised what you find when you don't know what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I'm in the pretty girls. They always got me vexed. I'm in the making love. They put me to the test. We can do it your way. And I'm in the fall If you're into being love, I ain't with it, no way No girls, they always got me vexed I'm in the making love They put me to the test We can do it your way, your way And I'm in the fall If you're into being love, I ain't with it, no way Never know why we talk, uh, should've thought that first Ain't shit changed, sweating in bed, ain't shit changed Spitting my bread, getting my hair straight, yup How do you get in my hair, sweet? Look like you in a cinema scene, I'm shook by the woman I see On cinema, sweet, you'll be Sick to the rhythm of the beat, you'll see How the word came rhythmically I roll with the image of me, go lock to the one and the bunk ass beat Fuck anything with a dance party But this time for the opposite reason You'll be the woman I see, you'll be the reason I flee Peace This radio podcast is brought to you by Hip INC, an educational based nonprofit arts collective where creative minds come together, share, and create art. You can become a member, donate, and sponsor by going to www.hipinc.org. Like them on Facebook at The Hip Team and on IG at hip underscore INC.